The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. And our guests today are Kelly Pernod, who manages the Women's Capital Connection, and Brandy Stitt, who heads up the Women's Business Center. Both are part of 1KC for Women, along with the Women's Employment Network. And both Kelly and Brandy are here today to talk with us about debt and equity funding, especially for women. Welcome to the show today. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So let's start really basic. What's the difference between debt and equity financing? It might seem basic, but I know that there's a lot of people out there who don't know that difference. Sure. I'll um I'll get it started. Okay, so Brandy. debt is a loan. So it's any type of payment or any type of investment that you're repaying back to okay. a lender. Whereas equity is, um, and Kelly can jump in here, equity is really when you're giving away a piece of your business ownership of your business in exchange for an investment. Okay. Did you want to add anything to that, Kelly? Well, it's just buying shares of stock, Mm -hmm. actually, in a company. It happens to be a private company as opposed to a public company. But yes, that's what equity financing is. Okay. And and the people who are the investors expect to get some kind of a return over and above that investment as opposed to being paid back interest on a loan on the debt financing. All right. So let's talk about the Kansas City marketplace today. What kinds of products are available? Obviously, on the debt side, you've got bank lending. Um, what, What other kinds of products are available in the marketplace sure. today, not necessarily getting into specifics about particular programs, but just the kinds of kinds that are available. Yeah. So in addition to traditional lending, um, whether that's through an SBA loan product or um, just a traditional bank loan, there are other alternative forms of funding, especially for those folks that need lower levels of capital that aren't able to access traditional funding yet. So there are products like micro loans. Mm-hmm. Um, those are loans that range from $500 to $50,000. Um, and there are several different organizations in the Kansas City market that provide micro loans. Um, Justine Peterson mm-hmm. is probably the most well-known. Um, the new Alt Cap. Uh, which was formerly the Kansas City, Missouri CDE, has Mm -hmm. um, some new loan funds available that are going to be in the microloan range. Um, We have a program called WeLend that Mm -hmm. is also a microloan. And then the Hispanic Economic Development Corporation has microloans available. So those are some products. Um, We also are able to utilize on the debt side, if you're in Kansas, some matching loan funds through Mm -hmm. Network Kansas, through their Startup Kansas program or their multiplier loan funds as okay. well. Yeah. So there's a lot out there that people aren't aware of probably because I think most people, especially when it comes to debt equity, just think about bank loans. Absolutely. And there's quite yes. a few other programs out there. And Kelly, on the equity side, uh, what types of investors are out there? I mean, you always hear about friends, family, and fools. And so what, what can you go down the investment side, the uh, equity side? 
Sure. Um, there are a lot of uh, folks that first go get those um, those or uh, that investment from uh, Aunt Bill or Aunt Bill. <laughs> you know, I guess Uncle Bill or whatever it could be. Okay. Uh, so they first go get some of those dollars to get going um, that way. And then once they uh, deplete those funds that are, are actually as they're moving along and growing their business, mm-hmm. they go uh, find angel groups um, as far as like Women's Capital Connection. Um, if you're a woman-led venture or Mid-America Angels, there's a new group, a uh, fairly new group called Flyover Capital. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Five Elms. There's a lot of, and the, some of those act as a little bit further along in early venture capital funding, uh, further along from the angel groups. Now, is there any difference between an angel and a venture capitalist? Is there a subtle distinction or can you I, I know a pretty you specific term. distinction. Yeah. yeah, an angel investor is an individual okay. and is a uh, person usually who uh, writes a check out of their own checkbook. A lot of venture capital uh, groups actually invest funds for institutions mm-hmm. or for uh, foundations. Um, it's a it's a usually a lot larger amount of money. A lot of venture capital firms won't invest less than. I don't know, three to five million and up, whereas uh, angel groups usually invest oh a, a couple hundred thousand and up mm-hmm. to a couple million probably. So you've described very briefly a wide range of funding solutions for businesses here in Kansas City. If I'm a business owner and I'm listening to this, I'm thinking, okay, where do I start? If depending on my stage of business, where would I start? What would you recommend um, among these different groups? You know, when you match them up to the stage of business. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that a business owner really needs to identify is how much capital do they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really the most critical question to ask because that will determine what type of product, mm-hmm. specifically on the debt side. Yeah, and let's let's talk about that for just a second. Um, you would think that most business owners would overstate what they need, but what I've heard is that they understate most of the time. Mm -hmm. Can you address that for just a minute? Yeah, and that's um, specifically uh, what we see in women. Mm. Um, They start their businesses with less capital, and they seek out less capital when they're trying to take on take on debt or Mm -hmm. investors as well. So they tend to ask for less than they really need, which doesn't actually help the business in the way that it needs to to really grow. Mm -hmm. You have to be fully capitalized to be able to grow the business. Mm-hmm. You don't want to ask for too much money. We don't want someone to have, you know, to have too much debt. Right, overleveraged. Yeah, yeah, but certainly you need to be able to know exactly what you need to to grow the business, whether that's hiring people, whether that's purchasing inventory or equipment, um, you know, marketing, whatever that looks like, you need to know what that number is first. Sure. And then try to identify, okay, so what I need is, 25000 who am I going to be able to get that from? Mm-hmm. Is that something that I could go to my lender and ask for a loan of that size? Is it something that I can reach into my own pockets to mm-hmm. look at, um, whether I can do that? So it's really looking at the amount you need and the type of business that you are. So on the equity side, there's a really specific type of business that's that's, going to be appropriate. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about what are the equity investors looking for? What kind of business typically? That's another thing as an entrepreneur is trying to grow their business and what sort of funds they're looking for. Uh, One of the specific uh, 
things that equity funders look for is somebody that has a clear-cut exit strategy out mm-hmm. of their business. And so a lot of times uh, an entrepreneur might uh, want to run a business. They might want to, um, you know, that's their lifestyle, their source of income. They might want to hand it down to their kids or whatever it might be. That's not an equity investable deal. An equity investable deal is one that has a, a specific path to a liquidity event, a specific path to exiting the business. Because those investors have shares of stock in the company, Mm -hmm. the only way they get their return out of their investment is by the entrepreneur exiting. Right. So that is, as as you're thinking about growing your business now, a lot of times, uh, say technology businesses, software businesses, um, uh, biotech, things like that, they need to uh, grow quickly, and they need to get a lot of money into the business right away, and that's an equity investment. They're trying to scale quickly and then have a path to exit. And that's one of the reasons I hear all the time, and I know most business owners are just trying to get their doors open, but it's when you start up, you need to have the exit strategy as part of your business plan mm-hmm. before you ever open your doors. And like I said, most people are just looking for the first customer. And oh, and, and I remember years ago, um, I used to own Scandia down mm-hmm. on the plaza. And I remember a couple of years actually before I exited my business, somebody said, what is your exit strategy? And I had no idea. They right. could have asked me, you know. I think it's probably uh, typical, though. Oh, it's very most typical. Most business owners. It is. Yeah. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, I want to talk specifically about the Women's Capital Connection and about the Wheeland program. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. It takes 12 years to create a graduate. It takes about the same time to create a dropout. The difference between a child becoming one or the other could be you. Studies prove that reading to a child regularly dramatically improves reading skills. And kids who read well by third grade are four times as likely to graduate. So United Way is calling for one million volunteers over the next three years. We're asking you to step up, make a pledge, tutor a child who needs help, mentor a kid who needs someone on their side, volunteer to read to children, make a difference. Because when a child advances, we all advance. Entire communities improve. Path to success or failure starts long before graduation day, and the difference between a graduate and a dropout could be you. Be a reader, tutor or mentor, give, advocate, volunteer, live united. Take the pledge. Go to liveunited.org now. We all want to run a smarter business, but how? The answer is ShopKeep, the iPad-based point-of-sale system that makes it easy to run a smarter business. From accepting payments, tracking inventory, running marketing campaigns, and managing employees, ShopKeep does it all, taking the guesswork out of running your business. Right now, and for a limited time, ShopKeep is offering $500 in free hardware, You heard that right. That's $500 in free hardware from ShopKeep. To get the $500 in free hardware, visit shopkeep.com forward slash smart today. That's shopkeep.com forward slash smart. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. 
Check them out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at ithinkbigger.com. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guests today are Brandy Stitt and Kelly Pruneau with 1KC for Women. Kelly manages the Women's Capital Connection and Brandy heads up the Women's Business Center. Let's talk now after kind of laying the groundwork for the differences between debt and equity financing and some of the different options available here in the Kansas City area. Let's get pretty specific. There's a new program out, Brandy, called We Lend. What is that initiative? So We Lend is a new microloan fund that we have launched out of the Women's Business Center. About a year ago, we were awarded, um, we were one of two Women's Business Centers mm-hmm. selected as part of the We Lend initiative, which um, was intended to grant funds to Women's Business Centers so that they could launch a microloan fund out of their center. Mm-hmm. And so we, um, we ha- are we have done that. We're official now. You're um, all trained. We, we have. We're trained. We have applications. We're. We're. We've got money. <laughs> we have mm-hmm. money. We're ready to go. So um, we are loaning specifically to women-led businesses in year one um, loans that range from five thousand to twenty-five thousand, and um, we are intentional about focusing on women-led businesses as we start with the anticipation that as we grow our loan fund, we'll open it up to men and women. Okay. But we are a women's business center, so we right. want to stay very mission-focused as we're, as we're launching and learning um, so that we can um, you know, really do this the best possible way we can. We, um, what's great about our microloan is that we're also wrapping a lot of technical assistance around these clients mm-hmm. that choose to participate. So we are offering one-on-one counseling sessions we will get them engaged in a fast-track class if they need to do that. We're launching some new financial education workshops so that they can better understand how to um, interpret their profit and loss statement mm-hmm. or how to determine if their pricing is actually set up correctly for their for their business to be profitable. So we're hoping that um, we can help them be more successful and ha- and really use the capital mm-hmm. in the most effective way yeah. that they can. And that's really wise because a lot of times pe- people get money, but if they don't know how to run their business, they can go through it really quickly or they may spend it on things that shouldn't be a priority. I mean, there's Absolutely. all kinds of different yes. reasons why what you're offering in terms of the uh, support and assistance is such a wonderful thing. Tell us about the loans themselves. You said somewhere between five and $25,000, uh, but how long are they? Um, what other kinds of conditions come with them? Sure. So they are. Um, they can be amortized up to 48 months. So okay. it could be a, a four-year mm-hmm. term. Um, we are charging interest rates between eight to 13 percent, and those are risk-based. Um, so obviously, mm-hmm. um, the better your credit score, the better your collateral, the lower your interest rate is going right. to be. And you're also opening this up to startups, which is a little unusual. So those yes. are more and risky and they are too. definitely more yeah. risky. And we also wanted to be um, comparable to Justine Peterson, the okay. current micro lender. We didn't really want to create any confusion in the marketplace mm-hmm. because we work so closely with JP and mm-hmm. with the clients applying for sure. their microloan mm-hmm. that we didn't really want people shopping around for the best rate. We really just wanted them to fit into the right product. Mm-hmm. 
and, yeah. and but they still just like a typical loan, they need to be secured by collateral and absolutely just yes. like you mentioned do, the risk. Uh-huh. We do have collateral requirements. We will want to see some income, uh-huh. <laughs> so don't quit your day job yet. <laughs> but um, but yeah, we we do have to have it secured because we we want people to pay us back. Right. Yeah. Why why did um, the Women's Business Center? which has been traditionally over the years focused on entrepreneurial education for women uh, and, and a few other things. Why this foray into the financial side now? What prompted that more recently? You know, we've always been very financially centric, especially mm-hmm. with having the Women's Capital Connection as part of our center. And because of our relationship with Justine Peterson, bringing them into the community and really working with those clients, we've always had that mindset. Okay. Um, but we know that there are other communities that have multiple micro lenders, and we really felt like there was more opportunity in Kansas City, that there was a stronger need, and that we could help kind of fill some gaps. Right. Well, and you mentioned that you had the women's capital connection, but in order to create that continuum so that uh, no matter what stage or what type of business, you've got something to offer. Yes. Um, So I'm going to turn, with that, I'm going to turn to you, Kelly, and ask you about the uh, Women's Capital Connection. How did that get started and what's involved there? Well, actually, we had some women who were attached to the Women's Business Center who had uh, the Mid-America Angels, which is an investment group, happened to start in 2006. So we had a few of these women who were very interested in learning about angel funding as a, a different investment asset class. And uh, so they attended some uh, Mid-America Angels meetings, came out of the meetings really realizing that they needed to get educated on this Mm -hmm. particular type Mm -hmm. of of financing. So they said that coupled with the fact that women really don't have these type of networks to go maybe play around a golf on a Friday to talk with folks to say, hey, I'm, I'm interested in starting up this business. I I um, need some funding for it. I need significant funding for it and that sort of thing. So we thought the fact that the there was that um, missing link in funding uh, women-led businesses and then also that the those uh, accredited investor types needed to get educated on how to do that funding, we started the Women's Capital Connection in January of 2008 and we started with 33 women investors. That's we were hoping a good it was a great yeah. number. We were hoping to start with about a dozen, and it was just a really obviously a, a gap that that was needed here. And so we started with 33 investors. We currently have 48 women investors that are investing in women-led companies. Yeah. Well, and that speaks to the strength of women and wealth in Kansas City as well, that uh, enough women business owners have made it to a level where that they really can turn around and invest back in other women. I think that speaks very highly of the Kansas City community. Oh, it does. And we actually have um, a group, it's it's pretty evenly split between uh, some exited entrepreneurs or some of those who are still running their businesses and uh, corporate okay. uh, level, mm-hmm. um, high-level corporate women. So, oh. so you've got a good blend there. And you we get do. different perspectives, too, probably when you're looking oh. at deals because of that. Yeah, definitely. You know, angel investing in groups is, I, w- I want to say, relatively new, but probably in the last 
20 years. Uh, it used to be, I think, that folks would would hear about a deal, they'd make an investment in the deal, but then they realized that they couldn't accomplish all the due diligence mm-hmm. needed to be done. For example, they might have uh, had some expertise in, in intellectual property, but they didn't know about uh, the particular market for that product or whatever that might be. So they would bring their friends in and say, hey, can you vet this deal for me? And so now um, it's it's become awesome to have groups of folks that come looking at things from right. different perspectives. Yeah. yeah. So if I want to be considered uh, by this group, how does that work? Uh, actually, the best thing to do is to, you know, get on the website to approach uh, me to mm-hmm. uh, and to... Um, to find out what the what that criteria is, and to and usually I'll sit down and meet with the entrepreneur. We'll talk about uh, what they're looking for. A lot of times, the folks that are looking for angel investment are familiar enough, and uh, because they've talked, they've sure. they've talked with other folks around around town. They just might need to know the specifics of how women's capital connection works. Okay. And is the same true if you want to become part of the investor uh, pool to get in touch with you? Yes. Okay. And um, a lot of times how we bring new investors into the group is, is again, these 48 women will bring guests to meetings and mm-hmm. things like that that um, are accredited investors and they'll uh, come into the meetings and and experience. Um, it, it's really, it's it's very exciting and cool. Yeah, it, it's, it to, sounds like it. How many are there around the country, just women's investment groups like this? I think we're up to 16 around the country oh. when we started. There were, were only 60, eight. But no, 16. 16 that are truly focused on women-led okay. lending. There are, obviously, there's a lot of angel groups around the country. And we're also very fortunate to have uh, Marianne Hudson, mm-hmm. uh, who started the Angel Capital Association out of the Kauffman Foundation. Right. And uh, she is local here in Kansas City. And so it's it's exciting because they do, their sister organization, Angel Resource Institute, does a lot of education and things like mm-hmm. that. So we do. We spend a lot of time on education in our group in really learning, you know, how important this, this type of funding is. Sure. And what is the website that you're referring to if people are interested in this program? Uh, you can go to one KC for women, uh, or you can go to womenscapitalconnection.com. Okay, Brandy, going back to you, how do people get in touch with you if they're interested in the We Lend program? Sure, we have um, our application and an overview of the program on our website, which is uh, kansaswbc.com. Um, you can also find us at one KC for women.com. Um, that's uh, an umbrella section of our website, mm-hmm. um, or they can contact me directly. All of my contact information is on our website. Okay, so so the, go to the website, uh, and if you didn't get all that down, just Google One KC for Women, and it will get you where you need to be. One thing I didn't ask you, Brandy, is are there any restrictions on how those loans with the WeLend program can be used? There are no restrictions okay. other than it can't um, – we don't want it to be used for things like purchasing real estate, which you're not going to buy much with $25,000 anyway. (laughs) Um, And we prefer not to see it go to owner salary. Okay. Well, you guys have been a wealth of information. There's a lot of uh, lending products out there for women. There could be more, obviously, but you're doing a great uh, service to the community by helping bring new programs in, and I appreciate that very much. So thank you for your time today. And uh, if you're interested in anything they talked about, be sure to go out to the 1KC for Women website, and you can get all of 
their contact information and, and get a hold of them. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.